standing ovation for Central Coast boy, who's a, a premiership winner and now joining the Sharks. Nico Hines, good morning, mate. And uh, congratulations on your season where, I tell you, I reckon the Magic Round was probably one of your highlights where you were just scintillating dynamite and you finished on 14 votes in the Dally M's this year. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, good morning, guys. Um, yeah, Magic Round was a um, probably one of my favourite games this year. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, it's been a good year and uh, looking forward to what's to come. Hey, before we start to hammer you with questions, how was your night at Coochie? Yeah. Uh, I heard it was going to be a big <laughs> night down in Sydney. Yeah, it was grouse night, actually. I'm sitting here right now at uh, Bondi Beach just having a look around. People watching for the first time in a while. So, but last night was good fun. Uh, it was good to get to a pub and have a beer with the boys. Hey, uh, Nico, uh, in the Telegraph today, there's a double-page feature on the Cronulla Sharks, new coach Craig Fitzgibbon, uh, the great ET is there as well, and uh, you're featured as well in this article about Cronulla in 2022. Just tell us about the move. Tell us about working with Craig Fitzgibbon, the Clive Churchill medalist. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, I think uh, I didn't think Cronulla was going to be a, an option for me, to be honest. And then uh, Fitzy got the coaching role and, and gave me a call, and uh, yeah, never really looked back. Uh, I knew that it was somewhere I wanted to be once I spoke to Fitzy, um, you know, his, his values and uh, the way he wants to bring new culture to the club and the way he wants to play his footy um, is everything that I liked and um, you know, I wanted to go somewhere where it's going to be a bit similar to, to what I had at the Melbourne Storm and, you know, he's got a got the Roosters culture and um, he's going to take a lot of that to there and, you know, so it's... Hopefully we can um, kind of combine those two cultures and, and start our own one. And um, you know he's a, he's a really good bloke, and uh, a lot of people respect him. So you know, I'm looking forward to working with him and, and uh, the rest of the Canola Sharks crew. Nico, you talk about a couple of things there, culture being one of them. And you know, obviously you've done your apprenticeship at the Melbourne Storm, um, and you know, basically come through with flying colours when you consider the, the you know the last couple of seasons you've had, and the impact you've had in particular this this year. Um, uh, which I think has been, you know, a credit to you and obviously a credit to the club and, and the time that they've put into you. But, uh, mate, what are your expectations going into season 2022 uh, with the squad that is there? Where do you see yourself uh, being positioned? Uh, I know you've got that versatility role, but um, it, will it be in the halves? Will it be at fullback? How do you see your, your year playing out? Yeah, I think um, they've got a really, really good young squad there and, uh, Fitzy mentioned it to me when he was talking about the club. Uh, they all played their juniors, so like Harold Max, then SG Bohr, and then into um, 20s and then first grade. So they've all played with each other uh, a fair bit. And, and I, I like all their combinations. They started playing some really good attacking footy towards the back end of this, this season, and they were just very unlucky not to make the eight. Um, so for me, I just think, you know, I've obviously been brought to go there and, and win footy games. I just want to have a, a good pre-season and... Um, start the year well, win some footy games and hopefully and um, try and make the eight. And um, For me, I think I'll be playing in the halves. We've got a really good fullback there and Will Kennedy. Um, so yeah, I'll probably have the six or the seven on my back. Is Moylan still there, mate, for next season? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he signed on for another year. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So, um, it's funny. I was talking to Steve before uh, about, you know, how I see it playing out for you and probably the halves would probably be your go. I don't think Matty Moylan is a halfback. Um, I think he's more... I don't think he's got that ability to, to control the side and take him around the park, whereas I, I feel that you could 
play that role and play it well, similar to what Jerome Hughes did uh, at the yep. Storm, uh, almost like a manufactured halfback. But, you know, with the skill set that you guys both have, I, I think you've got that ability to, when you need to, you know, ad-lib and play footy, you've got that ability to do so. But you've also got that control and composure uh, to control the side and take them around the park. Yeah, that's right. And I think um, in the, the way the game's going, at the moment, you need that. Uh, I don't know if you to play. Uh, but then you also need to be able to control the game and, you know, get the boys out of the park and the corners. So uh, I haven't played in the halves in a while, so it's going to be a big preseason for me getting used to that. Uh, get mm. back into the hands of the footy a bit more first. Now, Nico, when we're talking about uh, pre-season and like you just said, working as hard as you can, Steve was actually speaking about your mindfulness work this morning and um, perhaps working with Jared Brown as a personal coach. Can you give us a little bit of insight into that work? I mean, it's so um, prevalent around sport at the moment for all these top-level athletes, including yourself, to be doing some type of mindfulness um, performance work. Yep. Yeah, I'm uh, working pretty close with him. He's a good mate of mine. I used to play a bit of footy with him. He's got, kind of gone into um, that line of work. He wants to be sort of a life coach and work with athletes with um, you know, mental strength and, and, and mind. So I just thought um, it's something I haven't really uh, done in an off-season before. And um, if it can take me to the next level, then why not give it a go? And I think coming to Sydney now, um, being in Melbourne, you're kind of away from all the, the media and all the pressure they put on you. So I thought uh, going to a new club, first time going there as sort of a, a main man, um, I want to be able to deal with that pressure a bit better and you know, going into a game uh, feeling really light-minded and having no worries in the world, I think it's just going to um, help me out a hell of a lot and uh, just be able to, when I situation in the game, I can go back to these things I'm going to be learning. So, uh, you know, I think it's really important we could do more of and you know, the best athletes in the world are the ones who can control their mind in, in pressure, pressure situations. So I hope we can do that. One thing I like about that, Nico, is the fact that you're actually open to doing that. And that's probably the biggest challenge of all uh, is being prepared to go, you know what, I need certain things in my tool bag, so to speak, and this is one of them. Yeah, and uh, yesterday when I caught up with Jared and also Nico at uh, Beaufort Road Oval, uh, the home of the Terrigal Juniors, uh, Jared, Jared spoke at length about how you can see players that are really... Uh, what's the word for it? Uh, not under pressure, but you can see how they're feeling during the game, and that's affecting the way they play the rest of the game. Um, mm. Is that something you guys are working specifically on? Yeah, for sure. I think um, for me, when I first come in to first grade, if I, I made a mistake, then you know I'd probably be out of the game for the next um, five, ten minutes, and you, know, you can't afford to do that, especially being the main player now at a team. You need to be in the game for the whole eighty minutes, and um, you know we'll, we'll be doing that. Uh, working on that as hard as we can. Uh, so, you know, next year I'm making an error or I'll do something that I'm not thinking about it for the next five minutes. So I can just move on straight away. I think a classic example of that, and probably in recent years, has been James Maloney. 
and how he's got this yep. ability just to, you know, eliminate things. Whatever happens, happens. Let's move on and focus on what I've got to do. Nico, look, it's a great opportunity for you to, you know, go to the Sharks and, and actually be in charge of a team and, and take them around the park, um, which I, I'm really looking forward to, especially under a new coach, uh, Cam McGuinness there being at the club as well. So the Sharks, um, whilst they were probably disappointing this year, they've got a great opportunity next year and uh, it's going to be great to see what sort of culture... Uh, Craig Fitzgibbon brings because uh, I touched on it earlier. Not only have you done your apprenticeship down in Melbourne, but he's done a, an apprenticeship at at the Roosters there. So uh, it's going to be a, a real big test for him. His first year as head coach. Yeah, for sure. It's, I think it helps out that um, you, know, you got Dale Finucane going as well. He was a captain mm. of the Melbourne Storm, and then Cam McGuinness, who was a captain of the Dragons. So you got two captains of other clubs coming to the one club and. You know, that just speaks leadership right there, those two. And, yeah, Fitzy's been 20 years at the Roosters, 10 years a player, I think, 20, 10 years as a coach and mm. learned under Trent Robertson. So he's got a uh, pretty good resume under his belt. And, you know, I think he's going to succeed. He's got great people around him at the Sharks. And, you know, I'll be doing what I can to make sure it's a, a good first year for him. And, and I know all the other boys are. So um, no, I'm looking forward to the test. And it's going to be a good relationship we have, I think. Hey, uh, Nico, we definitely want to ask you about your junior team in the under-14s when you played at Terrigal for one season, but uh, there's a couple of AFL fans here, myself and Jess in particular. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't know yep. that you're great mates with the legendary Eddie Betts, and you used to catch up with him on yeah. a regular basis in Melbourne. Yeah, we um, so we used to, well, obviously, I'm, I'm Aboriginal and Josh had a car as well, and um, you know, some of the AFL boys down there, the Indigenous boys, would, would have a mob night. So we'd go over to Eddie Betts' house and just all catch up and just have some yarns. And, um, yeah, just have dinner. Dinner one night a, a week or every two weeks. Unfortunately, COVID stopped that, so we had to pack up and leave. Um, but you know, he's got a really, really good family. He's um, very humble and you know, he, he's not um, arrogant at all. He welcomes everyone in from, from all walks of life. and um, you know, he's, he's a really good person to have in your life and uh, he's doing great things in trying to stamp out racism in, uh, in sport and um, you know he had a great career and I, I do wish him all the best in, in his uh, retirement but um, also that terrible team yeah we um, had Daniel and Jacob Safiti they were the biggest humans alive when we were 14 years old <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah we ended up winning the comp that year and it was, uh, it was lots of fun. Oh, what a surprise you won the comp with Safiti Brothers yourself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and Scotty Drinkwater yeah, was Scott, like, he was one year younger. Yeah, of course. He'd come up and play, I'm sure. Yeah, yep. no doubt about it. Yeah. Hey, mate, I just want to touch on how hard was it for you to leave the storm? Or, mate, did it just come down to the fact that, you know what, it was time. You'd done your apprenticeship. You'd earned the right to get that opportunity. And, and dare I say it, um, to cash in on the hard work that you'd put in. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because um, I was only telling you yesterday that how uh, emotional it really was. Um, you know, when I was um, playing those, what, I think I played like 19 straight the back, whatever it was, I was really enjoying it and I knew that I needed to be a starting player. And then um, at that point, I was like, no, nah, I can't leave the Melbourne Storm. I know this is my family now. But then when, towards the back end of the year, when my back end, we kind of, swapping and changing the fullback role together and then I ended up going back to the bench and I knew that I made the right decision to leave I feel mm. like uh, I'm ready to, to, to be a starting player in the team um, I really enjoy making game plans and picking teams apart and um, you know, I can't really do that from the bench um, you know so yeah 
decision that had had to be done. Um, you know, if, if without disrespecting the Sharks or these players, the choice of that is almost all forever. I would have, you know, they, they, they turned me into the player I am and they made me the person I am off the field more importantly. So I uh, can't speak highly of enough of the Melbourne Storm. And, um, you know, I didn't, didn't really get a proper goodbye because uh, of all the COVID and uh, everyone just packed up and left straight to Melbourne after our Mad Monday. Well, not Mad Monday, drinks, whatever we had. Um, but, Cups yeah, of tea. But, yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was a very, very hard decision. Um, when I come home, I was kind of ringing all the boys and saying a, a goodbye and, and the club and really thanking them. Um, I felt like they, they all deserved that because they made me who I am. But now, now I'm, I'm feeling good and excited now. So I'm a bit, I'm over that little come down. But it's, it's, it's yep. you know, it's, it's, it's sad, but it's just, it is what it is. It's what what had to happen for me to go and. Um, you know, be a starting player. Mate, it's a new chapter in your life, mate, in your footy career. No, not only in your footy career, but in your life. And I think that's important. And, yeah, exactly you know, I think right. you're right. The, the time is right and you're ready to take, yeah, you know, the reins. So probably like you, Butts, when you left North Sydney and went to Parramatta. Well, it was like me when I left Parramatta. I was there four years and I went to go to North Sydney. I just, I went to the club, to North Sydney, knowing that I had to prove myself as well. I played four seasons. 80-odd first-grade games. I didn't feel I was a first-grader going to that North Sydney club with the likes of Jason Taylor, oh. Greg Florimo, you know, David Fairley, Billy Moore, Gary Larson. Uh, I didn't go in there thinking that Good I was going to... Good players there. Go, yeah, it's a solid <laughs> team, and I'm just going, where am I going to fit into this squad? I had to prove myself, and I did that, and I knew yeah. it was the right time to do it. I actually had the best four years of my career... Over that period. Should have won a premiership. In fact, uh, Nico, you said to me yesterday, and we probably should finish with this, you actually feel like your Melbourne Storm team this year, who won 19 straight and equaled the great 1975 Roosters mm. and are technically the second best attacking team of all time, you feel like you might be the best team not to win a grand final in uh, 2021? Yeah, well, sitting back and kind of reflecting on it, I was like... I look at our team and I'm going, how how did we not win the comp? You know, like we have a mm. really really good um, team, and I got taken away from ten Andrews. They deserve to win it. Um, but I just think looking back, with a couple of the players, I think it's going to be the best team that ever wins the competition. Like, you know, like not trying to sound arrogant or all, but we had a really good football team, and you know, we're never really going to get that again. So we're kicking ourselves because we didn't make the best of our opportunity. Yeah, I can relate to that. 2001, we were in the same position. And uh, I think we're going to go head-to-head as to who is going to be the best side not to win a comp. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, standing ovation, standing O for uh, Nico Nico Hines. Congratulations, mate, and an absolute pleasure to have you on the sports show this morning. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Nico Hines off to the Cronulla Sharks in 2021.